Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. <laughs> yeah, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing. And we are at, I think, week nine of uh, of COVID um, lockdown. Is it week nine? Maybe it's week seven. I don't know. I don't know. It's Blur's Day. I don't know. <laughs> it's, well, it's Blur's Day, but uh, some Blur's Days uh, have a certain clarity to them, a certain way of, I don't know, fixing the mind on a set of problems that may be problems, it may not be problems, you really don't know yet, but this is one of those weeks. So Tuesday morning I had this like this 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 increasingly annoying experience. Started around around four in the morning when my Google alerts started going off. Um and it got increasingly frantic, okay? Like like wake up. And uh as it turns out it was uh a Google Core update being announced and uh, folks in Europe, uh, colleagues, SEO colleagues in Europe, like writing about like traffic apocalypse, apocalypse apocalypse I. It's hard to tell when there's so many happening at the same time. Apocalypsis. Um, I don't know. Apocalypsis, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's how Tuesday morning started. Uh, there's a core update that, that got implemented and uh, reports of... Um, large-scale traffic losses, um, SEO community uh, either sitting back and observing, trying to figure out what's going on, or putting out just huge amounts of speculation about it being about links and uh, quality scores and all that sort of stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, happy days, huh? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think for, 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 for listeners who might... Uh, who might not be aware or might not have heard the two of us go off on this rant. I think it's important to remember that this is SEO. 
which means it's a zero-sum game, right? Unless Google's actually gone, hey, we're reducing the number of top tens, which is happening, right? So, hey, let's let's take that as notwithstanding. But we hear about this apocalypse that is the core update because we hear about all the people going, I've just lost a bunch of traffic. Well, if you were number three and now you're number 33, there was some site that just moved up. Right. I mean, and, and some of this will be will be significant. So so they've gained all that traffic. It's right. Somewhere. It's, it's, the traffic is going somewhere. It's just not going to you. So it's an apocalypse for one person. It's a paradise for the other. Right. Like somebody, somebody is winning here, um, which I think is just an important distinction. It's not like this came out of the blue and is some sort of massive penalty. This isn't penguin even then there were winners but there was just a lot of collateral damage that meant that the winners shouldn't have won right because people were being spanked for stuff they they didn't do um but yeah it, it's it's i think an important distinction this isn't necessarily bad we hear from the whiners right like and i don't mean that like they're whining You're getting quoted on that tomorrow in every trade <laughs> journal dude <laughs> i mean but it, it is true right i mean you, you you hear from the people that have been hit with a problem you don't i i'm not like running off going oh my goodness this is a horrible update i just got 20 percent more traffic today right like nobody's doing that i have one client that that i've been monitoring although oddly isn't actually a client anymore but i, I was doing some advice later and, and have left um the, the rankings coming in and, and the ranking reports running to to assess their traffic i'd you do the same for, for certain things because i had thousands of keywords of historical data ran ranking reports and their estimated traffic, according to SEM Rush, is up almost 300%. Just bam, it happened, right? Like just the massive increase is over. Turns out if you keep producing quality content over and over and over and over and over again, this update really liked you, <laughs> right? And they do. They, they produce some great content. I'm not taking any credit for it. I didn't write the content. Um, but yeah, that, that's just... One one of the signals that, that that came in there. So people are winning um, as much as people are losing. Absolutely. And um, after don't panic, the second best piece of sage advice in the time of uh, uh, of any kind of update, uh, be it a a new filter Google's put in place, or in this case, what they're calling what they're what they're noting is a a core update. Um, after don't panic is. Remember Google's core mission. Whatever Google's doing, and sometimes I mean, how to say this as an SEO, it often matters how they do what they're doing. Like we, we want to know so we can work on these areas or elements of websites to find the uh, magical way to optimize our clients' goals forward. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, Google's goal, I and mean, that's our goal. That's what we want to do as as marketers. That's that's our job. Google's goal is to answer questions, is to is to bring forth the best document. And a document these days can be a video, it can be uh, audio, it could be uh, text, it could be um, an infographic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it probably won't be, but it could be. <laughs> um, theoretically, it could be a PDF document, it could be a HTML document, um, or HTML-esque document, it could be anything. But Google's job is to find that and bring it forward. Right. Um, that's what they want to do. So how they do it, that may or may not be part of any specific core out, core update that gets implemented, which is which is why like like guys like Danny Sullivan at Google are insisting on um, specific on on naming them by the specific date they happen, so nobody gets confused. Um, 
Although I, I still like, like the, I like cute names instead. Uh, yeah, and I think I think it's a safeguard. I mean, we were coming up with all sorts of good workable good, names. Good, good workable names, right there. I mean, let's be honest, the memes were a lot better back back when we were naming them. But um, I know, eh? Something I think that is is worth talking um, about here, and is um, consistent with what I'm seeing. Um, and, and a lot of updates come and go, especially core that I don't really, our client base doesn't really notice all that much. Um, you know, they, they're just core, right? But for something in this one, just a lot of our clients were, were impacted. Um, and Mary, or is it Marie? I'm not sure. Um, Haynes, you'll yeah. mind. It's like a, like an eat guru, um, has, has talked about this on, on Twitter, uh, in, in when, uh, when everything was rolling out and announced, um, Pointed out as uh, as eat related, of course. That then led to this is core, blah blah blah. Um, and then she accurately pointed out that yes, but in the announcement they link to this document, and it talks a lot about eat. Right? Like, the announcement wow. isn't we're doing eat, but here's what they link to, and it talks a lot about it. Okay, and when again, I look, Google yep. trying to achieve a set of goals that we know exist. Google wants to bring forward the best document, and we know that the. Uh, quality radio guidelines, this is one of the ways they've, one of the ways, several of the ways they've, they've determined this is probably accurate. Yep. And we're definitely, like, when I'm looking through um, my winners and losers lists, um, and not all of its clients, like, we, we run ranking reports on tons of different people that we just are interested in water uh, watching. Um, consistently, the ones that are winning in, like, more than the ebb and flow. So we're sort of more than a, a percent change over the last week in, in their overall rankings over, over hundreds of terms. Um, the winners were the ones that produce good, consistent content, like just over and over and over again, every single one. of them. I, I have one, I'm looking at my list right now, that's sort of an anomaly. I'm like, wow, their site is bad and they produce almost no content and they won. <laughs> There's this like big is it, is, it, it, is there something unique about them, the niche that they're in, the topic no, they address? Uh, not really. They're actually in a fairly competitive sector and they're, they're holding up on their own with a site that, in my opinion, should. But... Um, you know, there we are, and, and, and there they are. Um, nonetheless, they're they're an outlier, and you're going to have that in, in all sorts of them. And who knows? Maybe it's that all their competitors were worse. I don't pay as much attention to their competitors, so maybe their competitors are even worse than they are, and they're winning a competitive sector because they're just not as bad. Um, but, yeah, other than that, everything that is winning produces good, steady content. Um, there are some interesting things I, I won't launch into yet, but I know some things about sort of the technological back ends of, of a couple of these um, sites, some of the tools that they're using. Um, and I will say that there may be some entity correlation going on here. Okay. Um, just to, just I, I think it's totally fair to say this stuff if you preface it. And like you surround it with the, the parentheses and brackets that it should be surrounded by until we've seen it at the scale where we can say this is definite. Well, yeah, and there's there's one of them that I know the only recent change they've made is starting to use a tool. Now, that involves some other SEO mechanisms going on there. I won't get into the tool, safe to say. I just started testing it two days ago. I have a meeting with the developers of the tool on Monday to go over the back end and, and all the things that could go in there. And I will be happy to talk about it in a couple of weeks if it starts to show the sort of promise that I think might, it will. Might be able to bring this interesting cat who I think you're talking about on the on the show? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I just yeah. want to make sure it's going to do as good as um, I suspect it's about to. 
God, I think I gotta I gotta remember where I put that side up like <laughs> Dave quickly joining the affiliate program so we can drop in that sign up link to you. Um, yeah, I don't know if they even have one right now, but um, but anyway, yeah, it, it's interesting. And that is one, and and that site got some significant improvements, and that's the only change that's gone on there. Um, but a, as I like to do, I'm going to be testing it on our site um, just to see what it does. Um, because if my if I throw a site to the wolves, throwing my own is better than a client's. <laughs> because I don't complain to me. I just fix it. Um, and so, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let everybody know, but that does seem to be something. Now, if that happens and is confirmed, then that'll tell me something about how the backend system in what Google's doing technologically is fitting to EAT metrics, right? Which is all we can say eat, but eat isn't a, isn't a factor, right? Well, yeah, and you can't quantify. There's so much so that you can't actually quantify. Exactly. Their goals to achieve, like no, 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 no debate there. But quantifying them, putting numbers to them, that's that's really difficult. Indeed, and that's what I'm hoping we might be able to shed some light on. Is ah, here's the metrics they're looking at. Here's the the scientific functions that they're looking at. So that's how we can impact things. And as works out in most of these areas, although I'm sure get the black hats getting their their fingers in the pie, they can prove me wrong on this one, but. From everything I've seen, using these metrics in the way that most people would on the web, I, I, I'm getting it. It's just that you need to show that you're using these metrics, and people aren't using them. Well, the yet. problem with the problem with getting black cats to give free information for you is if they are using those metrics, they ain't gonna tell you the truth about it. No, <laughs> it's not a factor. It doesn't work at all. Here, have another drink. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you know what? On that, this is a, an opportune time to, to, to grab a break here. Um, friends, you are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm, the uh, COVID update edition, May 2020 edition. Um, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stick around. We've got more coming up after these messages. We'll be back after this short break. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with a DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose Clever Tab. 
CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Welcome back to Web College on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 7th of May, 2020. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beatsong Internet Marketing. And we're in the middle of talking about being in the middle of a Google Core update. Um, before we go any further, really just really quickly, um, a core update is sort of like when Google grabs an idea, a concept, a technique, or something it needs to introduce to its overall algorithm um, and throws it into the middle somewhere. Um, it's an addition to the algorithm, uh, uh, an addition to the way Google functions, the way it works, the way it thinks about information. Um, sometimes they are big and sweeping. Uh, sometimes they are um, less impactful than we expect them to be. This one we uh, think is big and sweeping that the early indications are it's going to be, and, you know, um, I was looking up a stat earlier, David. In 2013, Google estimated it had over 30 trillion unique documents in its index, which was estimated at the time to take over 100 million gigabytes to store, analyze, and sort. That was, uh, that was I think, the last time anybody seriously tried to estimate how big Google was. Um, but when Google, think about that number, 30 trillion unique documents, eh? So Google says that, that a change, an update, might affect maybe 1% to 2% of the documents in its index. When you're talking about like 30 trillion unique documents, you're, you're, now, you're, now you mean like hundreds of millions, maybe billions of documents will be affected by, by a change. And, and we hear from the whiners. I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> so the... And, and, Incidentally, uh, uh, websites these days have hundreds of thousands of pages in them. Oh, yeah. documents in them. So, um, but as you said, if you hear from the whiners, there's going to be a lot of them. Well, and I mean, it, it gets interesting, right? Because you, you, when you consider what they're referring to when they when they talk about a document, which isn't the same as say you or I would. Um, when I talk about a document, I would generally mean a complete thing. Right. Like I, I may be referring to, you know, a document that I'm holding in my hand. I may be referring to an entire web page. 
they would be looking at this going, okay, it is this web page for sure. That's that's an iteration of that document. But that web page also has a PDF that when you click it, it opens up. That's that's another document, right? Like and and any different sort of element or or, or thing contained within that document is also a document, right? On, unto itself, because it may serve a specific purpose on image search, for example, or, or whatnot, right? So you're, you're right. And, and if you have a core update and it affects just one to 2%, I mean, look at what we've done for coronavirus. It really only really seriously negatively impacts about one to 2% of the population, right? And it's caused the whole world to <laughs> sort of close down. So yeah, we can have a, you know, I mean, that's, that's a, a significant, significant number when we put it on, on a, on a massive, massive scale. And you're going to hear about it from, from a lot of people. I remember Matt used to always say that and you think, oh, that's, that's not much. It only impacts, I'm referring to Matt Cuts, of course. Yeah, it yeah. only impacts like 7% of queries. It's like, oh, that's, oh no, wait, each one of those queries has about 30,000 searchers right? <laughs> or whatever it might be. It's like, oh, that's a, that's a lot of traffic. Um, so yeah, and there there's specific sectors that got hit more than others. One of them I find um, interesting was news reportedly got um, hit a, a lot harder. Like news sites got hit a lot, well, not harder because I, you know what, I, I'm, I'm falling into the same lingo that I was just saying. You only hear uh, from the people who are negatively hit got hit a lot more dramatically. Um, yeah, there, there was dramatic like, shakeup in that sector in that space. Yeah. Um, some people went up, some people went down. Indeed, and one of the least impacted, and you can imagine how I feel about this, was travel. <laughs> Which, as well, you know, how um, can you tell these days? <laughs> well, there, there is that. Um, although I, I should say, I, I do wonder how much of that is just what's going on in travel. Maybe none of them are doing a lot of um, a lot of movement right now, creating a lot of content. Going back to my to my initial theory, um, I have one client that listened to me, well, didn't just listen to me, but had their own ideas. And I went, basically, this is an opportunity. You've got staff with nothing to do, right? Like I'm your SEO. I've got, you know, sort of a little more time on my hands, if nothing else, because I got nowhere to go right on my, on my time off, right? Like, you know, let's, let's, let's get some stuff done here. Um, and let's, let's start winning some, some market share. And rather than sort of rest, you know, sitting on their hands, they just started pumping out content. They're like, mm -hmm. okay, well we're, and good content. Like you're looking at my, my zoom background right now. They put out a page of just zoom backgrounds, right. Of just oh, like, that's okay, a brilliant idea. Yeah. That's like a great idea. People here, they put out, um, and this was Mary's idea. They put out like coloring pages and they're thinking of having a coloring contest of like, make your, make your place. And then the kids can, can build them and sort of connect, but keeping their audience. Now it'd be remarketing, mm -hmm. right? Keep your audience connected with your brand. They're doing it. And they were a big winner. Um, looking at the, at the overall, overall results because they're constantly putting stuff out, not just legal stuff that they're putting past their lawyers on how this is impacting their region and how it's rolling out and that sort of thing. And they're vetting this stuff carefully, but then they're also just putting out a lot of fun stuff for their people to engage with. Um, you know, their social metrics are off the charts right now. And it's all because they just went, yeah, why are we just stopping and panicking? Let's, let's build the market share we want next year. And, yeah. and they're starting to capture it now. Well, Seth Godin was was uh, always always would go on about uh, marketing being storytelling. And right now, it's, it's when when you're in a, a space that requires um, masses of people or large gatherings of people or people to move from point A to point B to take advantage of the the product or service. You're not going to be selling a lot of units. Like it ain't going to happen. 
But what you can do is get people interested in you as a story, something that they can relate to, something that they are emotionally bonded and connected to. Um, and not just, you know, you're not telling your story. Say you, um, well, you got a lot of uh, clients, Dave, in a unique uh, 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 ski resort, mountain ski resort in British yeah. Columbia. It's w- world-renowned ski resort, Whistler. Yeah. I can't go to Whistler right now. I, I can't visit it, but um, I can still emotionally bond with the location if that location is the setting for human stories, things that, right. you know, the Winter Olympics, all the stories that took place there just, just a couple of years ago. Um, so what I'm trying to say is there is an angle to marketing to the emotions by telling the story of yourself, your product, your business, your uh, your region, whatever emotionally ties the consumer to you. People want to consume content right now. They really, yeah. really, really want it. That's all they're doing is consuming lots and lots and lots of content. Make it yours. Yeah, well, one of the things that it's it's interesting, like this, I'm not sure what's going on, but we're we're onboarding clients right now, which is 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 interesting for us. Um, and one of the things, and in the travel sector as well, um, and one of the things that I'm I'm telling them, and maybe this is what's resonating, um, but is is in part prepping right now, like get people now's the time if you're in travel or, or if you're in anything. We we know restrictions are about to be lifted now. I'm not going to get into how that should happen or whatever, because that's not what the show is about. My, my job for my clients is to go, okay, we know this is what happens with restrictions. We know this is what you're going to be doing, right, to, to prepare. I've got one client who's going to have custom printed up masks, and it's just going to be mandatory for all the people um, going with them on their tours. You have to wear one. They're going to be branded. All the pictures will have their brand, right? That was my little, like, why don't we spend a little more and get your brand on them? Oh, you right? have but, to. Oh, you my know, God, you have to. Well, exactly. Um, and, you know, making sure that all these things work out, but it's it's building right now going, right now I'm in a mood, and 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 the client, you know, that we've been working with, well, one of the other clients that you're looking at, at their region of the world right now, um, here on Zoom, um, is, is, is sort of, Taking taking it hard is now's the time when people are dreaming, but we don't have an end date. But coming up, we are going to have an end date. And once we have an end date, we can plan for that dream. And if you can get me dreaming right now, but just casually, okay, get me in a remarketing list. Okay, once I have an end date, now let me plan. And I, I, I speak from experience. I, I had a trip I was going to be on up to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you've probably seen it the last three years we go. Anyway, we can't go this year. It, it would be coming up. We'd, we'd be leaving on the 16th and, and that's just not happening right now. Um, so that got canceled. WestJet pulled the plug on that one from me. <laughs> like They're like, we're not doing that. Trip. So that one got canceled and that made me inherently sad, right? Like it was just like, okay, I've got nothing, nothing to look. Even when I knew it was going to be canceled, it was nice. It was on the radar. Right? Like, and I was going to wait till three days before just like Expedia is telling me to. But then Mary and I, planned another thing. We just went, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to book it right now. It's just a little bit up island hotel. that's doing all their stuff that we could never afford, but they're, they're dropping their rates because nothing's open, right? Their spots, those sort of things. And once that was on the radar, even though it's in the future, my life got better. And so conveying that in the remarketing and go, just remarket them, let them dream right now. Now, as soon as that date releases, let them book, book now for, because as soon as they do that, You've now given them something and they will know that. And it will be a thing they want a book to look forward to, just like I did. Um, and it, it 
we'll find out if, if that works, but I suspect it's going to work very well. And remarketing lists are cheap to develop because clicks are on sale now and remarketing is just always cheap, right? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, get your I'm, cheap clicks now and remarket cheaply. Absolutely. I do. I do want to note there should be a little asterisk there. Results may vary. Um, jurisdictions are opening at different times. Please consult with your local health authorities. Well, absolutely. <laughs> we've actually got one interesting scenario where we, we've got a client that serves two states. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and it's, you know, what 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 do you do? Right. You can do deliveries to one and not the other. Right. Like, what do you do? Um, and, and that that is going to be part of, of the interesting sort of process on, on how things go. Fortunately, on paid search, you can sort of go right here. Right? Like you can go that state right there. That's where I'm targeting. And that's the only one that I'm targeting. But Well, and, and, and I can tell you straight up, Google really wants you to do that right now. They want you to do anything with paid search. Oh, my God, do they want you to do something with paid search? Google's like, please do. You know, there are some who speculate. We, we think they're mad crazy, of course, but there are some who speculate that, that a core update might be dropped in the middle of a pandemic just to remind people how badly they want you to do something with paid. <laughs> um, but we would call those people crazy. Before we step on to different topics, the point shouldn't be missed. This One thing that this reminds me of uh, is the Florida update from 2003 that hit just before Christmas at the dawn of e-commerce. So there were merchants who were just dipping their toes into the e-commerce world, just just getting, um, well, kind of getting where we wanted them to be, just just getting into into that into that uh, the, the that experience. And um, Google changed its ranking algorithm, just pulled the rug out from under many of them, and. Um, I don't think it's a stretch to say they ruined Christmas for many retailers um, uh, uh, around the world. Um, this, in a weird way, reminds me of it. I have, in going into April, March, March, April, my client list got cut by two thirds, just boom, gone. And then many of those businesses stopped existing. A few of the other retail businesses took massive hits and are just just now figuring out how to get it back together online. And some of them took hits. And um, I mean, like, I get that Google's engineers plan these updates in advance. Like, like I understand this this this, this core. The May 2020 core update didn't come out of nowhere, and it certainly didn't start getting planned in April 2020. Um, they, were, they were playing this a long time ago, and it probably has something to do with core updates that came before, because these are progressions on each other. And I know, I also know that they can't just, to, to, to stop an update that's been planned and scheduled, the amount of um, other teams that are prepared to do whatever those other teams have to do, that are all in place when you hit the go button. You can't just stop this stuff. And if you do, it comes at big costs, like stopping a movie production or something, or maybe even bigger, because this is Google scale. But the little, I mean, it's just like your heart breaks, right? I mean, people got hurt by this. Yeah, and I mean, and you hit on that that ever-existing problem, right? Like, it's, it is sort of bad timing, or... If you're just trying to recover and you were one of the ones that just got the advantage, right, or, or, or won from all this, it could be the lifeline you needed, right? Like, I think of the people that were having problems, 
right? And and so do you. And and it, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense because we're we're human beings, right? It's like I see somebody struggling, and, and you naturally want to help. At the same time, I didn't know that person who was just struggling because they never had the rankings to begin with, even though they were trying to, they were, they were doing their best. And all of a sudden now they got the lifeline that they didn't know they needed, but, but here it is because all of a sudden they were rewarded. (laughs) I might, I might note that does sound a lot like, well, gee, the tsunami delivers water inland to the guy who's, who's, who's got beachfront property. Yeah, valid. And I mean, it goes against, I remember Penguin and waiting for like, whatever, number four, whatever. And we waited over a year for it. And it's like, mm-hmm. these businesses are suffering still. And it's like, yeah, but there's businesses winning. Right? Godot, Godot is going to show up sometime. I swear to God, yeah. he's going to stand around a little bit longer. Have another drink. <laughs> okay. Other stuff happened besides the car update. Um. I don't really remember exactly what it was because again, just one day runs into the runs into the other runs into the other. Um, do you mind if I interject one? Because it just please totally do. relates to this. Um, for our, uh, our 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 friends and listeners who do do um, paid search <laughs> on any kind of scale, um, like where you're dealing with multiple states and those sort of things, on February 5th over on Search Engine Land, um, your friend of mine, Mr. Frederick Belays, mm-hmm. um, shared with the world what is arguably one of the most awesome scripts I've ever seen. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of awesome scripts, but for exactly scenarios like this and so many others that, that I can see. Um, and basically it detects anomalies at a local level. So it's constantly gathering what your overall averages are in specific regions. So by a state level, or, or you can fine tune it even past that. And it finds your baselines relative to each other. So this state performs like this, this one does like this, and then looks for sudden anomalies and then goes, okay, now adjust, pause, unpause, right? make bit adjustments, whatever, based on that. Um, and it, it was born, I mean, I won't get into a total backstory, but it came out during COVID because we're dealing with a unique scenario of going, this state might light up. It, it, he brought up an example of the store was open in this state, but you could only order online in this one, right? And being able to just automatically detect in the back end, send this script through every day and go, what's going on? What's changing? Um, on a level that if you're a national company, you can't necessarily be paying attention to what your bids are in each different place and what's going on. You may be completely oblivious, um, but you just run this script, set it to run every day, and you no longer need to do that manually. It'll 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 be running uh, sort of behind the scenes by itself and making those decisions or giving you the data to make those decisions uh, quickly and on the fly and, and just comparing it with data you already have. I, I think it's great for seasonal. I think it's great for pandemics, um, but there, I, I've wanted this for, for quite a while. Um, it makes a lot of sense for what if you do, and I, I don't do anything in this sector. So what if you do pest control, right? Like all of a sudden weather, and, and we've been pulling in weather in, in different ways to different things. But if you don't know, um, you know, what if there's other things impacting? What if there's a hurricane coming in? And so these things are happening. Do I have to pay attention to everything going on at all times? I'm not thinking I should look up the weather related to X, Y, or Z on what's coming up in a week, only because I can't do that for every city. So, so this tool will just sit and detect for you. You got to tell this tool what to look for? Or is no, it, just, it, it just looking for things that are changing? It just looks at your historical data, how each location you have generally historically relates to each other. So you might have a you know, whatever, conversion rate of X in Texas and Y 
in Washington state. It's not judging that. It just knows that this is what goes on. This is what your click rates are, right? It knows what the metrics are. And then if suddenly if one of them massively switches, that's what it's looking for and going, okay, in this region, relative to where it stands relative to the other regions, it's suddenly acting really weird. So Dave needs to know that this region is not acting like it normally does. Uh, relative to the other ones. And um, it's a really, really, really bright idea. Um, and I wouldn't have known even where to start on that one. <laughs> so, okay. so I'm glad he did it. So um, I guess the, the easy way to find it is to, to either go to search engine land and dial yourself back to February or go to Google and type in script that detects anomalies at local level. Pretty yeah. sure if you come up with a search engine land page, that's the one. Yeah, and it's from it's probably still on their homepage. No, it's yeah, it's from May fifth. So they'll. Oh, I thought you said February fifth. No, 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 no. So yeah, and you know what? If if I did that, that would just be, I don't know, the time that I started to go into lockdown. I don't know. Like, sort of. guys, I'm searching for Landy. You need some more content. Uh, but yeah, just uh, just from a from a few days ago, and uh, it's a really, really, really handy uh, handy script. Okay, well, you know what? This is a, this is a really opportune time for people to jump over and check it out. Uh, we got to take our second break here on WebCology and WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving towards the top of the hour. Friends, you are listening to WebCology on Webmaster Radio. It's the 7th of May, 2020. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. Stick around. We've got more coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. A health threat anywhere is a health threat everywhere. I'm Dr. Phil. A new coronavirus outbreak called COVID-19 started in China and is spreading to many countries, including the U.S. It's critical to get the facts about how to protect our friends and loved ones. While CDC is working with states and communities to stop the spread of the virus, health workers and emergency response efforts need our support. The CDC Foundation, a nonprofit organization, is focusing on immediate and critical needs that help protect our communities here at home and those around the world. We can all play a role in stopping this deadly virus. Get updates, learn how to protect your friends and family, and find out how to help. Go to cdcfoundation.org. That's cdcfoundation.org. Together, our impact is greater. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the CDC Foundation. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. 
everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 7th of May, 2020. Um, this is the COVID update version of, uh, of Webcology. Um, things changing fast. Um, the, la- the digital landscape is changing fast because of COVID. Um, companies that uh, we're seeing... I guess in the digital space, we're really used to the rise and fall of companies really quickly. Things come, things go, um, and uh, it's, it's it's almost second course to see a startup rise and, and then suddenly vanish. But more recently, some of our startups, uh, Uber, Airbnb, um, the various food delivery uh, services, they not only rose, but they disrupted and took over vast sections of their marketplaces. And uh, COVID's having kind of playing chaos on them. Today, Uber announced 3,200 uh, 3, layoffs um, from its managerial staff in New York and San Francisco. Um, Airbnb has, um, well, all but ceased operations. And uh, uh, the various food delivery services are, on one hand, booming, but massive weaknesses in their underlying business business models are being exposed and um, they're falling because of them. It's a strange time watching this happen, eh? And, and, and um, seeing how consumer action is affecting uh, what look like in, in a businesses. Yeah, it's... Well, I guess it, it's almost to be expected in, in, in a time like this, right? Like major, major things hurt majorly. And they, <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's just how this, how this plays out. Um, you know, we saw this to a certain degree back in 2008, right? Like you, you remember that. I, I remember that there were entire sectors um, sort of crumbled, but the, a, a slight difference and it's hap- I think it's, it's more going to happen in sort of a few months from now. Um, but that one, the immediate hit was on homeowners, right? Like that just 2008 just, just ransacked them and housing, right? Like that was the industry that just crashed. Um, but it's a little different in there because you have people were still sort of traveling. It, it was a more natural trend for everybody else. It was, it was a decline, but it wasn't this light switch of a crash, Right. Well, in is, some ways, for some people, it was um, when when Lehman Brothers went under in like October of uh, of twenty two thousand and eight. Like, oh my goodness! Like that, that 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 was the foundation for like so many loans, and and uh, then be, then I, there was the insurance company that went just after that that uh, stopped so many businesses dead in their tracks. Um, I don't know. In in some ways, those companies came and they changed the uh, housing model, the mortgage model, um, the lending model. Um, they disrupted, they changed, and they didn't actually have a solid foundation underneath them, like some of these other companies I just mentioned. Um, Foodora just had to pull out of uh, out of a massive market, Toronto, because it just, it, for some reason, even though it was delivering more stuff than ever, it just wasn't making enough money to um, continue operations. It, it, it hits an odd one, and, and I do have to wonder what this says, because we, we saw food sector is one of the ones that, that we're watching right now, right? And, and I know up north of the 49, we're, we're getting hit with it in Alberta. Um, I know, I, I'm sure it's oh, in other places, but California as well, where major food sources are are getting hit. Um, and, and, and they're 
sort of having problems. And we hit that, you, you talk about that with uh, Airbnb, another great example. It sort of makes us, makes me question. And this is as a marketer going, I need to know where the next thing is, right? Like that's well, my this job. Is why I'm, this is why I'm mentioning it. Like, like one of the themes of our show is look ahead five years. Right. Where's things going to be? Well, creative destruction is happening at a, um, a br- literally breakneck pace. Yeah. Well, and are we in a spot where, like, one of, one of the weaknesses that we, we are seeing right now, um, and or one of the, I shouldn't say weakness, but, it, it, well, it is. It's, it's what's causing the problems for some companies is you have many or you have few large companies, right? You have Airbnb just crushing an entire sort of niche, right? And going, we are this. When I yeah. am starting, you know, Trippy, I'm booking a booking a hotel, you know, and I, I'm, you know, scheduling to go speak at a conference and I like to stay at Airbnbs just to get a little, little off the beaten path a bit. Um, that's where I start. I start like, I even use their brand right there, just like mm-hmm. I use a Kleenex, right? Um, so I, I go over to Airbnb and I, I start my search there. So, and that's almost a problem where if we look at what would happen if it was just more at an individual level or at a, at a more community level or, or at smaller levels, would it have the same devastation on employment? Would it have the same, you know, impact um, on those sorts of things? And uh, we can, we can speak about that socially. And after the show, I mean, you and I well on Facebook and we know who we are doing with already, um, but we, we can go into that. But on the show, we can look and go like why I'm thinking about it as a marketing is going, okay, if it's about to fragment, like if, if, then what's Airbnb there? won't grow again. Yeah, what replaces it? Does it fragment yep. into smaller bundles? And do I now have more potential clients instead of having to try and get in with a behemoth? I can get in with smaller companies, mm-hmm. right? Like as an agency, we need to think about that. On a competition level, we need to think about that. Indeed, web marketers, we got. I, I have this one client, or I should say, had a client. I'm I'm still going to be working with them on a uh, uh, pro bono basis. Mm-hmm. But he did bike tours of the city of Toronto. So this is a small, this is a very small business, but you know what? It's a good, small, comfortable business. And he was doing well. He was just doing well on Google. I mean, you type type in Bike Tour Toronto, you were starting to see his website and uh, it's done. You know, obviously there's no, no one's coming to Toronto in 2020. He's not making any money on bike tours this year. And after search, his number one referral was Airbnb. He got himself into the Airbnb marketplace, and that was a recommended experience uh, when people booked Airbnbs in Toronto. So easily 40% of his recommendations gone like that. Um, well, and then also the fact that nobody from out of town is coming to Toronto this summer. Like, he doesn't got a business anymore. Yeah. Um, so when Airbnb goes down, a lot of marketers have made assumptions on the traffic that Airbnb draws, both physically and digitally. We got to rethink all of that. That that that's one of the things I'm trying to get at. Same with Uber. Uber refers a lot of traffic to a lot of other businesses. Yeah, well, that's and that is that's an interesting point. Actually, um, is. It, What'll be interesting to me from from a marketing, and I think you too, judging from from exactly what you're saying, is when this all, or part of what you're saying, when this all does come out in the wash, when when things start to recover, mm-hmm. right? We we will start to see more about what that impact is. It's really hard to get an impact statement or an impact idea right now because nothing is the same. What was Airbnb at the time? Will not be Airbnb. Will not be Airbnb. Yeah, exactly. Um, But if we're trying to measure them right now, we don't even know the environment we're in. Like none of us, 
it's frustrating from that context. There hasn't been something like this while we Never. did digital marketing. <laughs> there's, so, there's been nothing like this in any of our lifetimes. Yeah. This is um, the most disruptive thing probably ever. Yeah, it's certainly, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's been catastrophic. Um, and, and there's been nothing that we can do to respond. Like in a, hey, let's pull out our books and, and here's the, you know, what you do. We're writing that right now, right? And, and, and the marketers that come out winning will come out winning and we won't know who they are until six, seven months after things start to lift out. Um, and I mean, lift out in the real way, not the ebb and flow I think we're about to see, right? <laughs> but like actually be- start to get out of this. They'll be the ones at the front of the planes. That, that's how you'll know. <laughs> um, and now we, we, we started. Well, I'm trying to decide. Um, okay, yeah. I'm like, okay, next. Uh, shopping, next. Google shopping. That was yeah, cool and that's, that's the one. I'm like, I got I to gotta make sure we, we, we touch on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so this one's over on Search Engine Journal. Hey, just noticed. Same date as the script. So it was a big day and paid. Two different websites, though. Um, so over on Search Engine Journal, um, Susan Winograd, who's just naturally awesome. So mm-hmm. um, you can, anybody, follow her. She's, I think, a newer PPC writer um, over there, but does a great job. Um, had written up about one of my new favorite sort of features, Google Smart Shopping Beta, um, is testing new customer only. So basically, um, it's a smart shopping campaign, but you can assign a higher value for new customers than you do for, you know, maybe repeat business. So if I was Amazon, I could go, I know the life value of getting somebody is X, right? And getting Dave to come in and buy something again doesn't, it's part of my life value, but it's not really that hard, right? But getting me back in as a first time purchaser on Amazon, I I know that rabbit hole. I know how much I've given Amazon over the years and it all started with one purchase, right? Mm -hmm. That's the purchase that had a big Mm -hmm. value. And that was the cost that Jeff Bezos or whomever had to put out to get you there. The massive cost of acquisition was your first visit. Everything after is all about customer satisfaction. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I know I, I learned a lot about that in affiliate marketing back in my affiliate days where hosting companies would just dole out and they still do like huge money to get that customer because you get them once and now you've got them repeatedly year after year. Basically, they're years to lose. You have to screw up to lose your client at that point um, or they have to screw up and go out of business. One of those two things. But keeping that customer is not that difficult. So I love that we can assign a higher value I'm, I'm i'm i think this is a brilliant move on their part well here's a, here's a um 50 cent question I, I haven't seen this yet i haven't i haven't i'm sorry i haven't even had a chance to read the article yet but um what does google consider a new visitor in google analytics on on the organic side a new visitor is somebody who hasn't been there in the last 30 days um in this case what does google consider new well, no, and I suspect that's going to change because it's all done with tags. Um, but I suspect it's going to change as time goes on. And I'm hoping we'll be able to find middle ones. Now, this is a beta. You, you can't mm-hmm. just like go in and start using it. And I'm not part of the beta. So I'm having to base everything off. off can you go in? I, one, one thing we want to ask is, can you go in and start screwing with it? Can you set the value? Yes, you can. You, you override it because you know your lifetime value. Right. So it's actually your responsibility to go in and go, my visitor is worth this. It's very similar. We have and we can't report it on on the e-com side, but um, we have a client who has free trials and then a sign up. 
mm-hmm. their, their site is being redeveloped, so we're not bothering to get the system configured to go, okay, in different signups or work different things. We will be doing that on the new system, but we're not right now. But we do have a, okay, free trial is worth one. And then we're going to assign it. We have another conversion on an actual paid once they've entered their billing information. And we've assigned a different value there. And we've just manually done it. And it's just to give us an idea because we do use um, return on ad spend now, or, or we're, we're about to launch the ability to have return on ad spend because we're assigning a value that is higher for an actual real, for real conversion. But we're still giving a value because we want people part of our remarketing list. They might not convert till next year, right? It's a it's an annual product, so they might not convert for a while, but we'll we'll keep them in our in our in our list, and there is a value. Well, let me ask you a really important and intimate question here, Dave. How super cool are you going to feel when you can go to your client and say, "Here is your exact cost per acquisition for each of these new visitors." Oh, yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's going like, to be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're going to be you're going to be like like super marketer. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is all, and this is, this is so much fun, right? And to be able to, yeah, break it down like that and go repeat. And what I'm really interested in seeing is, um, you know, this is an average cost. This is a cost for this one, cost for that one, cost for that one. Yeah. 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 And this comes on the back of like, because this is in the smart shopping and it's coming on the back of them launching shopping, like the merchant center, opening it up to organic as well. Now this isn't related to that, but um, I mean, the war is about to be significantly waged on Amazon. <laughs> um, like that's, Indeed. that's very, very clear. And they're giving me tools that I sort of salivate at and go, oh, it's not like, if, even if I was a, a, you know, and I'm not, but if I worked with Amazon to have them distributing my products, being able to tell me which are new and which aren't, I mean, this is all just fantastic stuff. Okay. Now we know Jeff Bezos has to take this sort of thing lying down. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's bound to come out and start giving tools for webmasters to to, to make Amazon a, a more palatable environment to market. So, like you said, the war is on. It'll be quite interesting. Yeah, and the, this is where Google once again can take their advantage back, right? And and they haven't because we've all been starting at Amazon. I do. I'm like, okay, I need this thing. I'll start at Amazon. If I can't find it there, I'll move over. Okay, well, like back to Google, I go right to do some some product search. Um, and I've actually been finding some decent stuff through Google product search. But if they're handing the tools to marketers like this, and one can assume we're about to have a whole new shopping experience from a user standpoint. You don't put oh, this sure, kind of sure. work in here. Um, and, well, so, and you have retailers, former former retailers, innovating like mad right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's it. Giving us the free, I think, is their big toehold because you give it to me free. Now, all of us are going to have the feeds ready. Right? Like, we, we are. Any any marketer with their salt on organic or paid. Well, if you're on paid, it was already there. But if you're on organic, you're now familiarizing yourself with that feed. Right? Like, that's... That's it. If you if you have e-commerce sites that you deal with, you're familiarizing yourself with your feed. Otherwise, you're just costing your client free traffic. Right? Like that's that's just that. Um, so yeah, it's it's it, it, once that's in there, once they have everybody in there, you're getting everybody converted over to something that will, I'm sure of it, be cheaper than Amazon. And you're getting people at the earliest discovery. Once the users start going, oh, I don't have to go over to Amazon. I don't even need to start there. I can just start where I get information and. Indeed. Uh, product, buy my products. Okay, that we gotta get going. We gotta get out of here. Uh, I, I know that the next show is waiting in the wings for us to for us to vacate. So, 
On behalf of Dave Davies, be psychic and marketing is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You have been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 7th of May, 2020. 7th, maybe 8th week, week into a COVID lockdown. Stay sane, stay together, stay loving each other. Wash your hands thoroughly, don't touch your face. Don't worry about the core update too badly. Monitor everything. Don't freak out. Have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Right well, Any fun. broadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.